In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. I am free. Thank God. I am free. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. Ladies, this is the show that's here to give you stories of hope and healing from someone who has been there, someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of the trauma of her early years, she went on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Plus, she's a virtuous woman who can help you find that woman in your life. Don't let the weight of this world or things that happen to you control your life. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on TogiNet. And now, here is your host, Minister Diane Jones. Hey, people. Hello, 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 and happy Monday to you, as I like to say every week. I hope and pray you are well. I am well. I'm actually very excited because the Lord is doing awesome things in my life. He has done great things whereof I am glad. He has, he's opening doors of provision for me, for my households. I recently learned that I'm going to be a grandmother. I'm going to be a grandmommy for the first time. Chris and I are very, very excited about that. I found a new tea this weekend. Woohoo! <laughs> if you guys listen to me, then you know how I am about drinking tea and how I love to explore new flavors. Well, I found a new tea this weekend. I am drinking an old blend. Tonight, I'm drinking one of my, um, well, it's not that old, actually. I think I bought this one like about a week or two ago, a blend of mango and peach. So I will introduce the new flavor, hopefully, hopefully next week. So life is good. Woohoo! Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't get to talk about the good things too often. So I just thought I would give a little praise report. And um, get you guys kind of laughing before I get started. Um, Chris is with me, as usual, uh, on the air, behind the scenes. Hey, honey, how you doing? Hola. Hola, como esta? Bien. Muy bien. That's the extent of my Spanish. <laughs> comprende, comprende, comprende. We bien is much so, greatly, yes, greatly. <laughs> well, as usual, honey, you know I want you to chime in if you feel the unction to do so. Um, just jump on in there with me, okay? 
Okie dokie. Arrivederci. Arrivederci. <laughs> I've got a great program planned for you tonight. Um, I do want to wrap up some of the loose ends from last week's program um, because I didn't want to leave you just with all of the um, articles and the legal issues and um, the hardships about sexting without giving you some preventative tips. I did want to, you know, put in some preventative tips and give you some practical um, ways to um, reduce the chances of your young adults, your teens, quote unquote, getting involved in sexting, you know, texting sexually explicit messages or pictures and getting involved in that because it has some very serious ramifications. So I do want to wrap that up for you tonight. I also am going to let you know uh, about my guest for next week, the Lord willing, and we're all still here and I'm able, I'm going to have a special guest next week, which will be October 15th. And he is a husband a father, a doctor, a bishop. Um, he is um, a founder of his of several ministries, actually several several causes. Uh, one is a ministry. One is an organization that he founded called Stand S T A N D Stand, and he is also uh, currently running for the Senate in Virginia. He, so he's, he's a very accomplished, very um, busy man. He's getting quite a bit of news press right now for his viewpoints and opposition to the promotion, and I use that word strongly, the promotion of same-sex relations and abortion and other Spiritual, because to us, these are spiritual issues. These are not just political issues. These are spiritual issues. Um, and so he's getting a lot of press right now because of the stance that he's taken um, against the promotion of these things. Um, you know, if you've been listening to any of the news or even to my show, you know that there is a push. There is a push for these things. Aside of the abortion issues, we deal with on this show sexual abuse. I talk about sexual abuse. My mission is to increase the public awareness of sexual abuse. And uh, we categorize same-sex relations as a form of sexual abuse because it is abuse of what God created the sexes for. It is abuse of what man and woman were created for. So we put lump it into the category of sexual abuse on this show. Okay. Um, and as you know, I, or maybe you're listening for the first time and you don't know that I am definitely an opponent opponent of sexual abuse uh, for spiritual reasons, because I am a minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So for spiritual reasons and because of the harmful side effects, the residual effects that this type of abuse causes in society, 
what it causes in relationships, what it causes in families, uh, what it causes in communities, governments, nations, you, you name it, okay? Very, very harmful side effects. So I am an opponent of sexual abuse. That is why I asked him to be my guest. So next week we will have E.W. Jackson with us on the air. So make sure you write that on your calendars, um, put it in your notebooks or whatever (laughs) method you have of keeping track of that information. E.W. Jackson will be with us on the air um, next week. Okay. Let's see. I also plan to start a new topic tonight. Our topic uh, is going to be about night terrors and demons. I let you all know last week that we were going to be, uh, you know, tackling that topic tonight. So that's going to be the heart of tonight's show. Um, so with that said, I hope you have your tea or your warm fuzzy, whatever your preferred hot beverage is. Um, Out here, the temperature's been dropping. Um, We've gone down to the 50s and even the 40s, so tea is right up my alley. Wherever you're at, I don't know what the temperature's like, but hopefully you'll still be able to enjoy your tea time with me because I love to have your company, okay? So, so we don't run out of time. Let me go right to the tips, the tips for minimizing the chances of your youngster getting caught up in sexting, S-E-X-T-I-N-G, sexting. Um, I say, these are my tips. These are my tips, okay? Be careful about what type of phone you provide your youngster okay the things that you need to keep in mind are their maturity level what are you getting them the phone for how responsible are they you know how strong are they are they the type of child that can be easily uh, coerced or easily manipulated or easily bullied okay Keep those things in mind. I mean, we used to call that mother wit. We used to call that common sense. But nowadays, there's not as much mother wit out there. I mean, people just feel like, okay, because my kid wants it, because my youth wants it, I should just give it to them. Well, if you really think that they need a phone, perhaps for safety reasons, perhaps so that you can stay in touch with them, then why do they need all the bells and whistles? Do they need all the apps Do they need to be able to take pictures? Do they need to be able to play the games and all of that kind of stuff on their phone? Um, Think about those things. Do they need the bells and whistles or do they just need a basic phone so that you can communicate with them and they can communicate with you for safety reasons? Okay. Um, Sexting is not limited to phones. It's done on computers as well. It's done on probably any type of social media outlet that we have. So I also think that if you, you know, you have a computer in your home because your child needs it for research or they need it for school projects or whatever, make sure that your computer is in the family room 
you know, and if it's not in the family room, it's in the dining room or someplace that's community property in your house. Monitor the computers, monitor the phones. Um, just because a child needs a phone for, for perhaps safety reason, does it mean that they're responsible enough and strong enough to resist some of the other stuff that may come their way? So I think that these things can kind of minimize your child's exposure to these things or them doing these things themselves. Um, monitor their phone messages. When they come home from school, uh-uh, break time. So you got to wait till after the break. <laughs> and I'll tell you more. <laughs> Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Thursday nights, get ready for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millat, at 11, 10 Central on Toginet.com. What are the Read My Lips Tips for Success? Well, it's spelled out like this. R. Realize it is possible. E. Embrace all relationships. A. Advance through adversity. D. Develop your significance. M. Manage your health and wealth. Y. Yield to your natural abilities. L. Listen to your heart. I. Invest in yourself. P. Persist by taking small steps. And S. Serve others. Each week on the show, you'll find a safe haven whereby tips, insights, and strategies are shared by Linnea and her guests. Go to Linnea's website, readmylipstips.com. Then join us Thursday nights at 11, 10 p.m. Central for the Read My Lips Tips for Success radio show with your host, Linnea Millette on toginet.com. The Mary Beth Wells Hour is a talk radio show where we reach out, reach deep, and talk about topics of substance. We'll cover points of interest, such as World War II and the Holocaust, the Vietnam War, the planets and the oceans, skydiving, rock climbing, and much, much more. Join me every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we delve into and discuss fascinating subjects. It's a program to pique your interest for sure. Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, I'm back. Um... That first segment went by so fast. The break went by so fast. So let me continue before 
this goes by too fast. The second segment goes by too fast. What I was saying, monitor your child's, and I hate to use that word right now, child, um, your young adult, your youth, monitor their phone messages. Although I can use that word child too, because as I said last week, some of these incidences are happening to grade schoolers. Some of these uh, incidences are happening with kids in secondary schools. So, you know, they're not all teens. Some of them were 11 years old and, and under. Okay. So monitor phones, monitor computers. You can even, I mean, you shouldn't, you should, you should know your child. Okay. And it would be wise to check those phones when they're not expecting, you know, when they come home from school that day, Hey, let me see there. Let me see your phone. Let me see what you've been, who you've been talking to and what all this stuff about privacy and all that kind of stuff. No, the Bible says train your children in the way that they should go. Well, part of training is being involved in what they're doing and teaching them the dangers of life, teaching them the value of um, values and monitoring. So um, get involved. Get, there's too much secrecy. There's too much undercover stuff going on in, in, in homes now. Too many, too much too much leeway. And believe it or not, oftentimes the children, the young people may resist it. They might resist it, but they also interpreted it sometimes as, as a lack of concern on your part, a lack of care on our parts as adults. They, they, they often will interpret it that way and it'll have that effect on them. So um, what else can you do? What other tip can I give you? Teach them biblical values. From the advantageous perspective, I'm not an advocate of legalism. I'm not an advocate of beating over, beating them over the head with the Bible, but I am an advocate of teaching them the law, the Torah, what, what the first five books of the Bible, even the old Testament, teaching them the law, teaching them to understand God's, God's true nature and his true character and grace, and grace, which is what you understand from the New Testament, teaching them both perspectives. They need to understand consequences, but they also need to understand the love of God. So teach them these things. They need to know who they are, why they were created. You know, that God said he has made them little lower than the angels, he has crowned them with honor and with glory. He has put all things under our feet. He has commanded us to subdue the earth. And he sees us as something wonderful in his eyes. What were they created for? To praise and to worship and to glorify him in their deeds, in their actions. You know, not to live unto themselves, but instill in them a purpose and a value about life and not all from the negative perspective because there's joy in serving the Lord. There's abundant life in serving the Lord. 
doing it his way actually prevents all of this trauma that we talk about on this show regarding sexual abuse but many other traumas that we don't deal with a lot because this show is focused on some specific areas but doing it God's way prevents 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 so much trauma in our lives okay another tip be bold be knowledgeable educate them about the practical consequences like i talked about on the last two shows their reputation is at stake um there are legal ramifications some of these youngsters these 11 year olds are facing felony charges for child pornography because they didn't know that taking pictures of their genitals and sending a picture to another youngster in grade school was considered pornography they didn't know that they just thought that they were doing something cute and funny or whatever, you know, but there are legal ramifications. Some of them are facing felony charges. Some of them are, are being um, convicted as sex offenders and having to register as sex offenders, which is something that's going to be on their record for the rest of their life. Parents need to be knowledgeable about what's going on in our society, what our young people are faced with. In the movie that I was telling you all about, the girl was so devastated by by her business getting out because she sent a sexually explicit photo of herself to her boyfriend that ended up going around the whole school and ruined her track career, ruined her scholarship. She lost her scholarship. She was just blasted by all of her peers and she ended up committing suicide because she couldn't handle it. She did. She she wouldn't go to her mom because her mom had been trying to teach her. Her mom was teaching her about being, you know, preserving herself and, and not being pressured into those kinds of activities. But she rebelled like so many of us have done. I've done it. You know, so she rebelled and the consequences were devastating. I talk on this show all the time about the consequences of these abusive behaviors. Okay. Um, another tip, pray, be a prayerful person, <laughs> live holy. Okay. Cause it doesn't matter if you pray and you're not living holy. If you pray and you've got one foot in the world and one foot in the church, so to speak, one foot where you're trying to serve the Lord and one foot where you're living worldly and secular, then your prayers aren't going to avail or amount to much. But live holy, which means sanctified and set apart, close doors, close those doors in your life that predispose you to to these types of attacks, to these type of uh, curses coming into your family and into your household and into your lineage. Close those doors. We've talked about that many times. The type of music that you listen to, the kind of movies that you let your kids listen to, and the kind of music that they listen to, the movies that they watch, the books that you read, the people that you socialize with. If you're socializing with people that are sexually... Um, promiscuous and doing all kinds of things that, you know, there, there's, uh, wow, I, I don't want to get into all that, but closed doors, 
closed doors. The only reason I don't want to go there is because it'll take up too much time for tonight's topic. <laughs> so close those doors. Be prayerful. Um, pray for them. Pray for your children. Pray for your young adults. Pray for your youth. If you are living holy, if you close those doors, God can reach them when you can't. I'm a living witness. He's guided me in those areas in my own life, dealing with my own children who are grown now, and he has brought them around in ways that I could not do. After mom and dad did all the talking, it wasn't enough, but God was able to deal with them. Okay, one last tip. You can go to the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. And there's some good info on there that I found about preventing sexting. The National Center for Missing and Exploited Children. They have some good info, some good practical tips on preventing sexting among your young adults. Okay, amongst your children. Hey, husband, you still with me? I'm here. Okay, darling, before I moved into tonight's topic, I wanted to see if you had any thoughts on what I just said. If you wanted to interject. Well, I think you covered everything, and I know we got to keep moving. So uh, let's keep it moving. All righty. Here we go, people. Here we go. Tonight's topic. Night terrors and demons. You know what I'm talking about? Night terrors. Those, those dreams. Those nightmares that literally scare the heebie-jeebies out of you. Those nightmares uh, where you actually feel like you are being assaulted or attacked or in some cases, sexually violated. Um, let, me, let me do it this way. Let me do it this way. From my book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse, uh, I, I did c- commit a small section to this topic uh, in the book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse. And as many of you know, Uh, These books have been written from my own experience and from the things that the Lord has revealed to me as far as how to get free from, how to get free from the residual effects of sexual abuse. Because I experienced these kind of night terrors in my young, in my young life, in my twenties, I would, I would wake up terrified. Okay. And so anyway, from that section, I know I'm going to get cut off before we go into the break. I'm going to read this. When we come back, this is how I'll start the second half of the show. I'll read that section. But in my own life, in my early 20s, I started having night terrors. I would wake up because I would be dreaming about black widow spiders, just hundreds of them, you know, in my room, um, feeling like I couldn't speak, feeling like my voice was being... uh, hindered, feeling like I couldn't move, feeling like I was being pinned down in the bed. And I would be literally terrified. Lots of other people. I've got comment after comment after comment that I'm going to share with you tonight where lots of other people are experiencing this phenomenon.
Has the tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm Free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. Do you ever feel like you're the invisible woman? Too polite to be political? Too nice to be real? Tame, even though you really want to be unleashed? Like you're living in a fairy tale without the happy ending? Well, Cinderella has left the ball, and it's time to wake up and break up with our own self-imposed glass slippers and ceilings. Welcome to Le Chic Speak, the polite woman's guide to self-expression, with your host, Jen Duchenne. Le Chic Speak is the Woohoo Radio Network's resident radio show dedicated to helping women turn on their power and turn up the volume of their voices so you can be seen, heard, appreciated, and celebrated. Join us on Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time for your weekly dose of Le Chic Speak with your host, Jen Duchenne, only here on the Woohoo Radio Network. Equipping the Saints Ministries. Our mission is to equip and mature the people God calls to do the things they are called to do with confidence and boldness and to create soldiers for the army of the Lord and to impact our communities. If you are not local, you may participate via conference calls or we can make information available to you via email. Equipping the Saints Ministries is home-based in Maryland. You may write to us at Post Office Box 1616, Clinton, Maryland, 20735. Or email us at vir2us1 at verizon.net. Thank God I am Welcome back to I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet.com, the show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, I'm back, people, and like I was saying, this is something that I experienced in my own young adult life. I didn't have people to talk to that I could tell them what was going on and that they could understand what was going on um, and give me spiritual advice or even give me, um, it was much, it was many years later before I finally went to counseling and, and therapy myself, but then I dealt with it the best way that I knew how, and it turned out to be a very good thing, but I'm going to share that with you. But let me just read this for you. This is from my book, Overcoming Sexual Abuse. Uh, Night Terror. Yes. What was it that you experienced? Oh, before the break, I was saying how I was having nightmares and how I was dreaming of the spiders, the black widow spiders being in my room. Um, you know, by the hundreds, how I would feel like my voice was being choked out, how I would feel like someone was holding me down. Okay, thank you. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) Did I go over that too fast? (laughs) 
Well, we came out of the break, and in case there was a new new listener, they wouldn't know what you were talking about. That's all. Oh, I got you. I got you. Okay, people. Uh, good point. Yes, this is something that I experienced, and I'm going to read a little bit about it to you from my book, Night Terrors. It is likely that you will have nightmares and flashbacks concerning your assault. Some of it could be flashbacks. Some of it could be that you're remembering and reliving what happened to you. But you may even feel like you are physically being held down or attacked in your sleep. If this happens, know that this is a spiritual attack. It is not just in your mind. It is a spiritual attack. Demonic forces are trying to gain or maintain a stronghold over you in this area. Gain or maintain a stronghold over you in this area. The enemy comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. He likes to torment us. He likes to wear us out. He likes to cause chaos and struggle and doubt in our lives. So anything that he can do to disturb your peace, he will do. Okay? They want to finish the job they started. I'm talking about the demonic forces. They want to finish the job they started. What do I mean by that? That They're the ones who are responsible for the assaults that have happened in your life in the first place, the traumas that have happened in your life in the first place, whatever those traumas are. But we're specifically referring to sexual abuse tonight. And it, and it's true of sexual abuse also, and even probably more so, not just rape, not just molestation, not just a pedophile abusing a child, but those that have been sexually active before marriage, those that have opened themselves up to pornography, those that have opened themselves up to same-sex unions, those that are involved in bestiality, any type, any form of sexual abuse, fornication, sex before marriage, you have opened a door to spiritual attacks. You have, allowed, you have opened a door and allowed the enemy to begin to attack you spiritually, spirit, spiritually, spiritually. They want to finish the job they started. They want to destroy your future and contaminate your seed, you know, because this won't only stop with you. This can be passed on in your generations. Once you open that door, then, then the enemy, Satan, feels like he has the right to torment your children, that he has the right to oppress them, to upset uh, um possess them if need be if they allow him to if they open that door he can possess or oppress them if possible he wants to cause you to denounce god and blame him for your misfortune instead of placing the blame where it belongs now let me tell you why i decided to bring this out a little bit more than what i did in my book because i ran across this article last week when I was doing the research on the sexting, I ran across this article and this entry was posted on September 28th, 2012. And it was posted, uh, re, how should I say? It was posted and researched and reposted by EX Ministries. 
EX Ministries posted it on their website under EX Times. Okay, keeping God's people informed. But they found it or heard about it and they reposted it. Okay, and this is what the article says. Um, the Well, Incubus, I-N-C-U-B-U-S, Incubus. And I'm not going to say the name of the artist because I'm not promoting this artist. But this is about an artist, a popular artist who is out right now and a spirit called Incubus, I-N-C-U-B-U-S. Now, this sounds way out there, I know, to some of you who don't believe in the spiritual realm. Okay, but here we go. According to several music and entertainment news websites, this artist says she has had sex with a ghost. Yes, you read that right. Sex with a ghost. Okay. Um, the article is several pages long, so I'm hitting the highlights here. Um, what did she decide to do? She decided to write a song about the experience that she had. And that was how she came up with her newest um, album. She says it's about experiences with the supernatural. Okay. But she glamorizes it. She, she thinks that this is a good thing. She goes on to say that she went on this crazy spirit quest she says she got hypnotized, which is a very dangerous way to open yourself up to spirits and spiritual invasions. Uh, she went on this crazy spirit quest. She got hypnotized. She did some other things. She said she went um, diving with great white sharks. And uh, she was just really trying to enter another realm of creativity. So in doing that, she opened the door. That's what I mean by opening doors, okay? So that she can experience the supernatural. She goes on to say, I had a couple of experiences with the supernatural. I don't know his name. He was a ghost. And I'm very open to this, okay? And this naturally got my attention because you're talking about sex with a ghost i'm thinking okay well it's not the first time i've heard of anything like this but um it got my attention because this is what a lot of our youth and not only the youth people in general this is what a lot of them are being exposed to and listening to these doors are being open you look at this lady's picture and she looks like she's got some issues i mean she doesn't look like the average person she looks like she's got some issues and this poor lost soul is inviting the very type of spirits that torment the victims of sexual abuse the very spirits that torment them she's inviting an encounter with them now because she's a willing vessel it, it this is not coming across to her as an unpleasant thing because she's inviting it she's most of the times people are fighting and struggling because they don't know what's happening to them. And it's not pleasant because it's like they're being violated all over again. But she thought that this was something that would enhance her music career. So she's inviting this spirit. So consequently it was, it was, uh, what do they call consensual? Okay. Consensual. 
So then let me see if I can find some of the other things I highlighted about. Well, that gives you basically an introduction to to why I'm tying this in with sexual abuse. She's inviting the same kinds of spirits that cause sexual abuse, that inspire people to abuse others, that inspire people to rebel against God's plan. She's inviting that same kind of spirit, the same kind of spirit that torments people after they've been abused and causes them to have nightmares, causes them to live in terror in their dreams. She's inviting consensually. So that's why I tied this in. And then let me go on to read. These are not responses that came to my website, but responses to this article. These are some of the responses to this article. Um, Number one, this person says, thank you, EX Ministries, for sharing this information and keeping believers informed. I have experienced a demon presence during my sleep. It didn't try to have sex with me or anything like that, but I did feel restrained. I couldn't move or speak. I could only see a dark shadow standing above me at the head of my bed. In my heart of hearts, I began to say, Jesus, Jesus, and it growled and left. I will never forget that. I am thankful for the power that God has given us in the name of Jesus, that at that name, demons tremble and that name and at that name, every knee will bow. First comment, I might have enough time to get another one in here before the last, before a break. Next comment, that happened to me twice. Once in the early 2000s, I was like 17 years old. And a second time in 2008, I remember because I was half asleep, half awake. And this quote unquote man appeared out of nowhere and climbed on top of me. Very attractive, too. The, 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 uh, Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. I also had multiple sleep paralysis experience beginning when I was around 9 or 10. I'm 28 now. And times when I used to see things in my room at night when I was a teenager. Ah, here comes the break. I got to pick it up after the break. Has a tragic past shattered your future or your now? Don't let it. This is I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. And we'll be right back after these. The Story of Me is a captivating and inspiring account of a woman able to overcome incest, abuse, and neglect to find a second chance at happiness. It is a story for those who have loved and been rejected, who have dreamt and fallen short, who have survived abuse, molestation, rape, or incest. The story of me is very inspirational for those who may see or find themselves in Diane Jones' story. 
You may purchase your copy of The Story of Me online at www.authorhouse.com or any of the major bookstores. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet.com. The show dedicated to helping women find their way back to themselves after innocence was stolen by incest and abuse. Helping you heal. It's what we're all about. It's I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free on Toginet. And now, back to your host, Minister Diane Jones. Okay, people, tonight we are talking about night terrors and demons. We are talking about um, supernatural experiences that people have in their sleep, how many people of sexual abuse uh, who have been sexually abused are tormented in their sleep. And uh, I'm, right now I'm giving you comments of people that wrote in and are sharing their experiences confirming uh, this article and how they didn't know what was happening to them and how this ministry, EX Times, EX Ministries, um, was shedding some light on what is actually happening to them. This second comment that I'm reading, this young lady is saying, she also had multiple sleep paralysis experiences beginning when I was around 9 slash 10 years old. I'm 28 now. And times when I used to see things in my room at night when I was a teenager. When I got into EX Ministries and started throwing away the music. This is ungodly music we're talking about. Secular, ungodly music. You know the kind of music where they're talking about everything from, my goodness, some of the lyrics are so explicit now till it's frightening. Everything, every kind of sex you can imagine. Throwing away the music, it slowed down. Then she says, when my sister moved, because we used to share a bedroom and she was still into that music, it ended completely. She's talking about the sleep paralysis, she clarifies. I haven't had an incubus, I think earlier I said incubus, incubus attack in years. But I have had a very real experience with astral projection. Everything was glowing green and I was floating over my body. No one believes me when I say that this has happened. I'm a, I'm a believer and got saved, but I'd be lying if I said I wasn't still struggling with my flesh and lust. Fasting helps. She does say fasting helps, okay? I venture to say that there's probably still some doors open in her life, more than the music. And um, she's, she, 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 she's going to have to uh, fast, and close some other doors. And 
resist. In my book, when I talk about the process of getting delivered, you need to get that book because it is a process and you do have to battle. It doesn't just go away overnight for a lot of people. Some people it does. Some people it does. But other people, it doesn't just go away overnight. It takes some time because of a lot of reasons. Okay, um, comment number three. This happened to me a few months into my marriage for the first time, only when my husband was not at home and while I'm asleep. She may not have known that it could have had something to do with his sexual activity before he even got married, before they even got married. She may not have known that his sexual activity brought this spirit into their lives because she had said it happened to her for the first time in her marriage, only when my husband was not at home and while I'm asleep. It was a fight. It felt like my, it felt like my, you see, it felt like mind rape because I fought uh, like clicking, flickering sounds. Uh, and then she describes arg, like, Arg, I guess is what she's saying. Lots of A's, R, G, G, H, H, H. And it's touched so evil, it made me crawl in disgust. But thank God for the ability to fight it off and not be like one with no spiritual armor or senses when you just lay there and get raped by a demon and think of it as a blessing, like Lucy Lou. Okay, my husband went on that website to find, to show me who Lucy Lou was. I knew who she was by face, but I didn't know her by name. And apparently she told some media people that she had this experience before too, and she loved it. She thought it was just wonderful. And I think, a matter of fact, I talk about that later on in, this, uh, in these comments, if I can find it. Um, it was very troubling to me as I did not know what it was or why it was happening. This lady says she did not know what it was or why it was happening. But reading this, I'm realizing what it was and thank God for the victory in the name of Jesus. I'm always vigilant about what I watch and listen to. I do not understand what opened this nasty spiritual door. Sometimes it could just be because you're hanging around people that have these issues. And they are being plagued by, followed by, or pressed by, or even possessed by demonic spirits. And you're hanging around those people, and those spirits decide, okay, I'm going to follow you. And I'm going to torment you and see if I can gain entry into your spirit. See if you'll give in to me eventually. Here we go on, let's see. This person says, folks, these demons are real. Personally, I have counseled and ministered to many concerning these demonic inspired dreams. And the Lord magnified himself by setting people free. The specific assignment of this spirit is to prevent marriage or break down marriage while holding the individual in bondage of sex bondage in the spirit. The specific assignment of these spirits is to bring dissension between husbands and wives, 
Some people are enjoying these encounters, but they can't enjoy their own husbands or their own wives because they're living in quote unquote fantasies or supernatural realms, if you will, and they can't enjoy their own husbands or their own wives. So that person remains in bondage to this figure. I remember hearing, well, I don't have much time to go off into that, um, but there was on a show called, um, oh my goodness, Chris, do you remember where, where they were talking about Rick James, I think, and the lady that used to be married to him? Unsung, Tina Marie. Unsung, un, unsung. Okay, well, it wasn't Tina Marie herself, I don't think. I think it was his, uh, his, his wife that he ended up with was saying that even after he died, that she still felt his spirit and that she felt his spirit would come, was basically watching over her and preventing her from being with anybody else, that his spirit was com coming into her house, into her life or whatever, and preventing her from being with anyone else. Well, we know, I know as a minister, that it's not Rick James's spirit. It's a familiar spirit. It's a demonic spirit. And that's what they're talking about in these articles. These... Um these spirits, the incubus and succubus, they're also known as the night husband and night wife. Mm -hmm. And they're very uh, jealous spirits. So because doors have been opened up, they, they claim hold on your life and they come between husbands and wives and they try to, um, well, they actually succeed into become, coming between husbands and wives and they actually prevent people even from even getting husbands they actually prevent people from ever even getting married in the first place too they sabotage right they will drive other people away from you or they will cause you to drive other people away from you and there's so many um, there's so many doors that are opened uh -huh. at the at the child's age yes. that open these doors early on like um, when we were in Barnes and Nobles yesterday, we saw all the um, Harry Potter and all of the wizard. There's so much wizard and wizardry and, and witch stuff that's been softened and made, uh -huh. made seem like it's harmless, you know, right. and, and they're introducing that stuff to, to kids. I mean, when I was a kid, we used to play werewolf and you know whatever movie we saw we go out and pretend to be that and what was happening is that's was going into our spirit you're opening the door mm -hmm. you know but to, today it's they're making it even more subtle glamorous and more and more subtle even, even snow white mm -hmm. with the with the witch you know and um that that kind of stuff she went and stood in the mirror and mirror mirror on the wall you know mm -hmm. and all mm -hmm. and, and the, the apple and everything so the devil is is doing his job early on, mm -hmm. and then those, once those doors are opened, they just they they open wider and wider, and those spirits grow and take a claim and a stronghold onto the young life. Amen. I mean that that section that we saw in uh, Barnes and Nobles was like, oh my goodness, you're disguising it. They're disguising it and just glamorizing it. But once these people are caught up in this mess and they can't get out of it, you know, then their lives are getting more and more messed up 
and they're becoming more and more rebellious and they can't get close to God. I ain't even, some of them ain't, they, they ain't interested. You know, you talk about an anti-Christ spirit. I, well, I got three minutes here, so let me try to get in at least one or two more of these um, comments. But if we need to, we can pick this up again. Um, this person says, about nine years ago, I was listening to Maxwell's song, Submerge, and I was prompted by the Holy Spirit to find out the true meaning of the song. So many, even people that are professing to know the Lord, don't know what they're listening to she says the, the Holy Spirit prompted her to find out the true meaning of the song. So I found out that the lyrics of the song was talking about sex in the night. The word submerge stayed in my head. When I looked the word up in the dictionary, it gave reference to incubus and succubus. Now, Chris brought out the name succubus, which I had not mentioned, but supposedly... Um, these names, Incubus and Succubus, are relating to the male version of this spirit or the female version of this spirit. By my accounts, it's just demonic, period. So I can't vouch for the actual names of these spirits. I just know they're demonic, okay? They're demonic, period. I was terrified, she said at first, because I had experienced this as well. God gave me what to do. I had to get rid of that music and fast and pray. Thank you, EX Ministries, for the confirmation of what was shown to me by the Holy Spirit. So before I run out of time, I want to reiterate that. You have to close the doors. If you are professing to be a Christian, you have to close the doors to these things. Um, we have to stop being carnally minded and worldly minded and seeking after the things of the world. If you are not a Christian, you need to get to know the Lord as your personal savior, because if you are not a Christian, you don't have authority over demons. You will cohabitate with them. You will invite them. You will get caught up in the dangers that they can bring to your life. We will be praying for you and we will pick this up at another time. Good night.